This is the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Here's the Globe's Editor-in-Chief, David Wildstein. Paul Sarlo is the chairman of the New Jersey Senate Budget and Appropriations Committee. Uh, that is that is one of the most influential committees in Trenton. And this time of year, budget season starting, he is one of the most powerful people in New Jersey. Senator, welcome back. Welcome. Great to be with you, David. Thanks for coming on. Senator, you were you and Declan O'Scanlan sponsored a bill passed the legislature unanimously uh, this week that would prohibit public investments with Russia. Tell me what your bill does. Thank you. Uh, thank you, David. Well, the night of the invasion, as I was uh, sitting there in just awe of what was happening um, in, in Ukraine, uh, I was listening to the various potential federal sanctions that would be economic sanctions that would be rolling out. I began to think about all of the development that I am aware of that I believe from New York City down to Miami along the eastern seaboard vertical development. Um, where there's Russian interests and Russian finance uh, ties to it. A lot of it goes back, as we do know, there's, we believe there's 100 oligarchs with interests, financial interests in the United States. And I am quite confident some of that would be here in New Jersey. So I said, what can we do? What can New Jersey do? What, what, what role can we play in this? And I began to scratch some thoughts on paper and, and put together a piece of legislation um, that goes a, a very – um, a very long way. And essentially it says every public entity in New Jersey, right down to municipal planning boards, zoning boards, uh, school boards, um, cannot do any business with any private entity or firm that has any Russian ties, Russian financing, or Russian interest. Um, in addition to that, it also goes for the state of New Jersey as well. Um, no bonding, no refinancing, um, no um, that investment in their pension funds. And these could be oil companies as well who um, uh, no investment in oil funds. So uh, it's, it's very broad and it's very restrictive. It's basically saying New Jersey's public entities can do no business with any Russian interests. And I think New Jersey would be the first state to, to implement this. We believe we will be the, the first state to go this far. Um, and, and, and I think you just have to focus for the minute on the municipal side. So uh, many, many towns and cities will grant various tax abatements or property tax credits. Another favorite line is the pilot, a payment in lieu of taxes. They grant um, to entice uh, these vertical developers to come in and build. Um, those are, are very, very financial lucrative for some of these developers. And I'm pretty comfortable that there is some uh, Russian oligarchs who are behind some of these. They take their profits out, send them back uh, to New Jersey. It's basically washing dirty money through development in New Jersey. So we would be the most restrictive, and I think we're going to be the first state. And I'm confident other states will follow our lead. And Senator, you're you're chairman of the budget committee. Uh, Governor Murphy's going to address a joint session of the legislature on Tuesday. He's going to present his new budget to the state. That begins months and months of work on your part. What are you what do you anticipate Governor Murphy saying in that address? Well, the governor um, has uh, talked a little bit. There's a you know he's he's let a little bit out of the a uh, little bit of the cat out of the bag a little bit with uh, uh, a little over a billion dollar property tax relief uh, program. 
changing the old homestead rebate, uh, rebranding it. Um, so that's something I think we need to um, take, a, take a hard look at. Listen, we have significant amount of revenues have come in. Um, we have the CARES money uh, and the American Rescue Plan dollars um, that have come into the, to the state um, post-pandemic here. Um, so we have a significant amount of revenue. We need to be smart. We need to be strategic of how we invest those funds. We're not looking at a one-year budget. We need to look at this as a, a one- to two-year uh, budget cycle. We need to do some transformative reinvestment. Um, I think the governor um, recognizes that. I think we're pretty comfortable. We will not hear any new fees or any new taxes. I am, I am very, very comfortable going out publicly on that. Um, so that is a very positive first step um, in, in any budget process. So uh, um, New Jerseyans should rest easy on that, uh, especially in light of what's happening with inflation around the country and, and gas and oil prices, knowing that they're going to continue to spike as we go through this um, Russia crisis. And I'm, I'm speaking with State Senator Paul Sarlow, Chairman of the Senate Bud, uh, Budget and Appropriations Committee. This this anchor property tax relief that, that the governor unveiled this week, uh, he's, he's looking to distribute, you, you said about a billion dollars. Uh, this involves families, homeowners making up to a quarter of a million a year? And, and, That's and, correct. And, and tenants also. So what, how will that, I mean, take, take a town like yours. You're, the, you're also the mayor of Woodridge, a small blue-collar town in Bergen County. Uh, what would this anchor property tax relief mean to the people in your hometown? So essentially, you know, all the details have not been, have been flushed out or have been paid public by the Murphy administration. Um, but, but essentially, David, as you indicated, uh, it, it appears to be a graduating scale up to a family making up to a quarter of a million dollars uh, would receive a, um, a tax sort of rebate, tax credit, a payment back to them. Um, could be upwards of $700, um, and it would be a sliding scale, you know, from $250,000 um, and, and sliding, you know, the greater. Uh, that would be the, the least amount if you're making two fifty, dollars and, and the maximum amount would be if, if you are a, a family, you know, work considered working poor. So um, it's intriguing. It's interesting. Anytime we're able to send money back to our property taxpayers is very interesting. Of course, a town like Woodridge um, and my district, a lot of blue-collar towns, um, it would benefit a lot of our residents. Um, there's some other things that are on the pro- proposal as well, on the table as well. You know, the New Jersey Senate uh, just this week unanimously passed uh, the Senate President's Qatari was behind is energy gross receipts tax. It's something we uh, in municipalities have been fighting for years. Um, a little town of Woodridge is about eight hundred thousand dollars. These are the uh, taxes that utilities pay. Um, to have their utilities in the, in the public right-of-ways. Um, and they go to the state of New Jersey. They're supposed to come back to town. They have never come back to town as long as i am <laughs> been involved in government or politics. Uh, and there's um, some legislation that's been proposed by members of the Senate Democratic uh, Party to bring that money back. Well, that's another way of getting direct property tax relief. So there's a, there's a, a host of issues that are on the table. The greatest thing is that we're all rolling in the same direction. No new taxes, uh, no new fees. How do we get some money back into the property taxpayers' hands? And how do we make some strategic investments with the federal dollars that have come in, into the state of New Jersey? And that's, let's not look at this as a one-year budget. Let's look at this as a multi, multi-year budget. And, and I want to ask you, I mean, we're, we're, we're coming near, near the end of the time, but 
but you and I have talked about about elections and about how you have when you won your first seat in the state assembly later in the state senate that was a, a competitive district why are why are people uh, as we come off redistricting so afraid of elections i'm calling them follicks fear of elections you know david we've had me and you have many we've had many discussions uh we've had many discussions on this um you know my first couple races uh taken on uh, two very very uh strong candidates with many, many years in the, both in the assembly and the Senate. Um, and, uh, so yeah, you know, you know, people like to say, Oh, you know, Senator Stroll, your district may be safe now. You know, it's never safe. Quite frankly, you need to work every day. You need to earn the respect and the support of your constituents. Um, and, um, you know, sometimes when you have a, a, a difficult, uh, race or, or a competitive race, let's say, um, sometimes you, you work harder and you pay closer attention um, to your constituents and those who you've been elected to represent. So, um, you know, I think everybody needs to go through one or two of those races. I think sure. it makes you a better elected official, quite I frankly. think so, too. I think so, too. Senator Paul Sarlo, chairman of the Senate Budget and Appropriations Committee, thank you, as always, for, for joining me, and, and good luck as you begin this, this budget process. I know it's a, it's, a, it's, a, yeah, it's a full-time job for you these days. Thank you, David. Thanks for coming on. And everybody, uh, thank you for listening. This is David Wildstein. I'm the editor of the New Jersey Globe. And you have been listening to the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC.